0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another amazing episode of The Joy of Being, where I, your host, mum, and effortless lifestyle coach, Marina Pearson, talk to transformational professionals, business owners, and creatives about unplugging from the worries and stresses of life to light up with insight and joy. So I'm super excited to have Katia Varpanova, the viral video funnel specialist for influencers and entrepreneurs. From a very young age, she thrived on stage and had a promising future in music. She was strong at dancing, piano, drama, but her biggest passion was singing. Because she was told being on stage doesn't pay the bills, she went to law school instead and pursued a career in banking after that. While at her banking job, she started her business with only $100 and the Periscope app. Creating one of the most impactful communities in the live stream space, Perry 10K turned into a membership club and quit her job within 90 days of doing so. As she was seeing success with her videos and content marketing, which built her an online audience to over 80,000 followers, other influencers and business came to her for advice on building their online presence through online video. Eventually, she tapped into the viral video space and created a few videos Amplified her influence in the industry and helped her discover the power of viral content Today at the age of 26 Because Katia helps others be the star of their own businesses and through the power of video She has fulfilled her childhood dream of being on stage and getting paid and by helping others shine online her business continues to flourish So Katia, an amazing entrepreneur and woman has got a lot of stories to tell in this podcast. And today we really explore the power of having a team and the joy that having a team can bring to us so that we can actually focus on the things that help us and light us up. We talked about some of her profound insights that she's had, the failures that she's had, but also what she's learned along the way to go from literally $100 to a seven-figure business in three years So if you're an entrepreneur who is either building a business very quickly or wishes to, then there are lots of juicy bits in this podcast for you today. Enjoy. So welcome, everybody. Welcome to another amazing episode of The Joy of Being. And today I have the crazy and yet lovable and fun and very joyful Katya Varbenova. Um, I met Katia actually at a friend's birthday party and I met her for the first time, I think it was about three years ago now, I think three, maybe, yeah, um, and we ended up bouncing on trampolines. And what I noticed about Katia when I first met her was that she was stuck to periscope pretty much the entire time that she was jumping up and down on a trampoline. <laughs> And now, (laughs) to give you some context, this was before Katian ran her business, which is basically a business to help entrepreneurs with video. Um, She's constantly on video, but whenever she posts something on Facebook, it's always super engaged. And she's grown her business, I mean, incredibly so in the last i think two years is it and i'm you know that's what we're going to be talking about today is the joy in building because sometimes we can get so sucked into this achievement and striving trap so welcome katia it's amazing to have you here today all the way from sunny Malta.
1: <laughs> I almost feel like I'm missing a trampoline over here. We should be. I should be having this podcast while we're jumping on a trampoline. I totally <laughs> forgot that's where we met. I'm so excited. That's so where we met. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes, that's how we met, and that was before I was making any money whatsoever. I was not monetizing. I was, I was still in my banking job at the time. Yeah, um, you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was and it was a really really great great day we had and I was always remember that thank you for reminding me
0: <laughs> so Katya let me start with uh what's your journey been because I know in terms of building this business I've seen you as you said go from banking I mean that was like two and a half years ago now so I'm curious because you've you've grown it from zero to seven figures correct Round about that
1: Almost. Almost. We're getting there. That's, that's the goal for it to hit this year. Cool. Tell you when we hit it.
0: (laughs) That's amazing what you've done. I'm sure there will be a lot of lessons in, in our conversation today about, you know, this sense of wanting to achieve something and yet realizing that it's not just about the achievement. It's also about the enjoyment too. So Katya, Share a little bit about where you started and, you know, the journey to where you've got to now. I don't know. Let's start with some of the major insights that you've had about enjoyment in building a business, especially so quickly.
1: In like one sentence, the story is that I jumped on Periscope. I loved it. I created a community around it that grew so quickly. Uh, in fact, uh, it grew way too quickly that I couldn't manage it with my job. So I had to monetize it and I had to charge for it. And you were one of the very few first people to actually I was. Uh, join. And, and uh, what happened was within a couple of weeks of starting to charge, I was able to match the income I was doing in banking. And I just said, well, I'm 23. I'm making the same money from this that I make in banking. What have I got to lose? I'll just quit this and do this full time. So it, that was between, uh, I started it in August. My last day in banking was in November. So it was a very, very quickly that that happened. And I'll tell you one thing, the very first lesson about the joy and the love of what you do was when I quit because the way that this business was built in the first place was not at all out of the decision to make money. Like when I started this community and when I started my business, I had no intention of making money. I did have at the back of my mind a goal to quit my job eventually, but this community in particularly uh, peri 10k that we started back in 2015 that was not intended to be a money maker whatsoever which is why the very first fee was 10 pound a month like i know who's I gonna make a million bucks of 10 pound a month right the reason it was 10 pound a month was because i didn't intend to quit my job with it i just wanted to have something from it so Uh, But what happened was because I was pouring so much of myself and I just loved every single person in this group, I was spending seven hours a day on engaging and being on Periscope and talking to people. And I just loved it so much. It almost became an obsession and it was just pure joy obsession. And because of that, I think what happens, Marina, and you know, this is When you ooze of that love and positivity and joy, people just naturally gravitate towards you. They're like, I want to have what she's having. I want to have... I want to have that energy. I want to be around yeah. people who are like that. And that's why people were joining. And they were raving about it. They were, they were recommended. They were, they were jumping on Periscope and saying, everybody should join Peri10K because it's the best thing on the planet. So people were joining. And really, if it wasn't for that love, because let me tell you this, even though I was 23, which is, let's be honest, it's a baby, even though I was 23, I have tried and started, tried to start a few businesses before that, uh, that I have totally failed. And the reason I failed was because every damn time that I tried to start a business, it was because I thought it was a good money-making idea. Like, oh yeah, I think I can make money from this. Instead of oh, this thing I love, I want to do it no matter what. I want to do it whether I make money from it or not. Then that turned out to be the business. Like, it's, it's crazy to me. But, you know, I don't think it's coincidence. I really don't.
0: So what I'm really hearing you say is lead with joy, and that takes care of everything else. I've seen this with my clients too, and I'm seeing it with myself, that when you're in a really beautiful, cool feeling like joy and love – you're right. People just want to gravitate towards that and spend more time mm-hmm. with you. They don't know it necessarily, um, <laughs> but <basically,
1: laughs> it's like um, subconscious. It's, uh, yes, Marina. Why do people pay so much money to go to Tony Robbins' events? What does he give them? It's
0: the experience of the event.
1: It's the experience. It's the energy. It's all the, everybody hugs. Everybody's like high-fiving. Like you're so, it's so high vibe that it's so addictive. And that's what people pay for. But I didn't, I didn't know that until I saw it for myself. Like that's when I realized it. And that's why it not just took off, but it continued to take off. It continued to grow. It wasn't one of these Things where you launch one thing and then it does well and then it goes poof. I continued on with the, I continued on with what I was doing. I continued to follow my heart and I've changed direction, um, I've not changed the, the, the goal of the business. I've not changed the mission of the business. I started with a really narrow expertise with live streaming, like really, really narrow. In fact, I started just with Periscope. Then it naturally expanded into live stream in general when Facebook Live came out, Instagram Live, YouTube Live. It just naturally expanded. And then it went even more expanded. It went into videos and video funnels and viral videos and Video ads, it just went, it just, if you imagine that there was a little bean that we put in the, in the soil, the bean flourished and what's happened with, from the bean, that's what's today. It's, it's a lot more holistic, a lot more generic, but I couldn't have gotten to where I am today if I didn't start so small and just focused on and on the present. You know, a lot of people when they start a business, they're focused on, I want to hit the first six figures and I want to hit the first 200,000. They're focused so much on that. They're just forgetting to be in the moment and to be present with what's happening and enjoy the process. Too many people get attached to the outcome. They don't like the process of getting to the outcome. And actually it's the process That makes all the difference if you enjoy the process. Kind of like, you know how Gary Vee always says, I don't care if I ever get the jets. What I care about is I'm in the pursuit of buying the jets one day. That's what gives me joy, that I am in the pursuit. It's not about the jets. It's about having the opportunity to to grow there.
0: So more about what kind of insights you'll have as you go and as you grow, because I'm assuming that, your journey to where you are today hasn't been one of being present in the moment. Because I've seen, I've seen you change hugely. Mm -hmm. I know that you and I had a conversation about this last year when you were, well, before I think you went to Malta actually. And before you took took people on. So I'm curious about that. So often when we start out, we think, oh, now I just got to work, work, work. And Now, having conversations with the other guests on the podcast, what I've really got to see is that when we have a business, we can often mistake the doing is actually the business, but it's not. We end up being the worst boss on the planet. So I'm curious about that (laughs) because I know that you got to a point where you were like, I can't do this anymore. There's going to be growth points as you go, right? So what did you learn and what insights did you have, aha moments?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, if you want to know the real story of what happened, this is like the this is like the jaw dropping stuff that it's like, oh my god, I hope nobody ever goes through this that really had to wake me up. So, I was doing really well with sales with Peri10K and that was growing really steadily. I even um I remember it was December 2016. I had like my first ever six-figure launch and it was just like such a, like, oh my God, we just sold $100,000 worth of JV products, you know, all this money. And I remember that December was really high and then January and February just kind of felt really low. I almost felt like when I made that money, because that was money I made as an affiliate rather than... It wasn't $100,000 of my own stuff. It was $100,000 worth of uh, somebody else's product stuff, and I just took half of that as commission. January was a little bit of a – I felt like a little bit lost myself. Like, oh, my God, I've just made all this money selling somebody else's stuff. I've never sold that much of my own stuff. Does that mean my stuff is worthless? So I had this – January and February, I had this like – feeling really, really down and really worthless in what I was doing. And as a result, I did not do any extra sales in January and February. Now, thank goodness I had a membership. I had a recurring income. So my income stayed the same. My income, the recurring income continued to come in. So I was taken care of, but I didn't do any new sales because I was just so feeling low. I was feeling so low after that month, uh, which is crazy because it's like, you know, I, w- I did celebrate. I did celebrate that I had this crazy huge month, but still, it, I did feel really down. And at the time, I only had one person on my team, I only had my bookkeeper. And I was starting to get really overwhelmed and really tired. And I was just starting to feel really, really terrible about my business. And as if, as if like the universe just hit me with, with, the worst thing that could possibly happen, I went to, uh, I went to Malta uh, to look for flats, because we were like, business is going so great, we can, you know, a partner can quit the job, and business is going so great, and uh, I'm gonna go to Malta, find an apartment, and, you know, start a new life over there. So I went to Malta, and as I was looking for flats, I was um, trying to book something online with my credit card, and my card got declined. And I was like, why is my card getting declined? I have like, at that time in that card, there was about $50,000 cash in it, in that, just in that card. So I was like, mm, there's something wrong. And when I called the bank, what turned out was that my account was frozen what happened was I forgot to submit uh, in the UK, it's called a confirmation statement, which is a really stupid paper. It's literally just a five minute document that confirms your address. It's so stupid. But apparently if you don't submit that document on time, you can be sent to jail and uh, they can also dissolve your company. And uh, in that moment, I realized that my company was dissolved. I literally logged into my account and my company was dissolved. My company was gone because I've been so focused on selling, 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 selling. I forgot to submit this paper. So I don't know if you can imagine me, but I was alone in Malta. It was Friday night. I couldn't call company's house. I called my partner. I was crying so much because it was like, I had no idea what was going to happen to it. I thought I'd lost it all. I thought, Marina, I lost all the money. I thought I lost all the assets of the business that, you know, I would had to start from zero and everything, and I was just so upset, Um, but for some reason, it came to me that, wait a minute, at the time, I must have had like 30,000 followers or something, 30,000 people following me, so I was like, I have this following. I have an audience. Everything's going to be okay. Why am I being so harsh on myself? I can do this. I can start from this again if I had to. So I said that to Edward. I said, don't worry, honey, I'll make it again. That's what I said to him. I'll I'll just make it again. It's fine. And thankfully, I found an accountant and she helped me recover it. She helped me bring the money back. She helped me bring even the account back. She helped me recover everything, which was just amazing. And that was when I went on a shopping spree, Marina. I was like, right. I can no longer work like a solopreneur. I can't do this. I need to start bringing people on board. The first thing I hired, I believe, was a video editor. Cause I was like, I make all these videos and this is taking so much time as much as I enjoy. And here's the hard part. I really love editing, but it's not how I should be spending my time. And it was so hard to delegate it, but I did. And the moment I did, I was like, oh my God, this is so much fun. I can make more content and don't have to edit. <laughs> so that was like the first time I was like, Ooh, it's so exciting. So I hired a video editor. I then hired a Facebook ads manager because being in the Facebook ads dashboard was taking time. Uh, I then went on to hire a copywriter. Obviously, I hired the accountant, I hired the VA, I hired my VA after that, I then hired an operations manager, I then hired a systems gal to systemize my entire business, I hired a a designer to rebrand everything, Um, like, I just hired all these people, literally within, I went within, within a year between February 2017 to now, which is a year and a month, I went from one person on my team to eight people on my team. And that was the big shift that had to happen for me. I had to lose everything, even metaphorically. Like, I didn't lose it, but in my mind, I did. I had to lose everything I've worked for to realize that if I hustle so much, I may just lose it all.
0: (laughs) I love what you've just said, because we can get so distracted with what we think we should be doing Uh Um, more, more, more. I call it the more monster, whereby what we're doing (laughs) isn't enough, right? Like it just isn't enough. Mm -hmm. We keep on getting distracted because we think that once we get there, then we'll be okay. Or once we get there, then we can be happy. Or once we get to that six figures or seven figures, then we can really enjoy being alive. But what I've got to see and what I really hear in this story is that you, you can just be okay now, regardless of the circumstances, regardless of what's going on for you. And it sounds to me like you had an insight. It sounds to me like you just suddenly went, actually, everything's just going to be okay. Um, mm-hmm. And I've got the capacity to know what to do next. And so it obviously made sense to you to go out and hire all these people because now you're focusing <laughs> yeah. on the things that you want to focus on and you're making the money, I'm assuming.
1: Oh, my God, absolutely. When that was happening, when um, I was only had one person, I was probably making, at the time, I, it was very inconsistent. One month, like I told you in December, it was a 50K in commission month. Then January was just my typical recurring income from Perry ten k, so I, I I was making some months fifty k, some months five k. <laughs> like that's what was happening. It was just so inconsistent. Well, once I started hiring people, uh, it started so much easier to get to ten k, to twenty k, to thirty k, forty k. It was just so much easier to just keep that consistent. December 2016 was our first 100K JV sales, but December 2017 was our first 100K in our own sales. Remember Um, what I told you, how the JV JV sales crushed me because it made me feel worthless. So you can imagine how much this December meant to me. It was a lot easier to bring those sales because all I had to do was create content, show up to sell, and to... Market. That's all I could do. That's all I had to do. And I wouldn't be worried about anything. Like I wouldn't be worried my account would be late. Uh, Our accountant, you know, she was always on the ball. My bookkeeper. Here's another thing. I'm a very creative person. I am not a numbers person at all. In fact, I I avoid the numbers. Like, if you were to ask me how much I made in February 2017, I wouldn't really know uh, off the top of my mind. Uh, I'd have to go and look. I'd have to like actually have to go and open the zero and check. Uh, and a lot of good, fine numbers, numbers oriented business owners are really good with the numbers, but I'm not. So, I actually promoted my bookkeeper to a finance manager. I let the people in my company grow with me. So like my bookkeeper, she's been with me for a year and a half and now she's been promoted to do a lot more than the bookkeeping. You know what? The funny thing is, speaking of joy, I used to think that I needed to be the one making the reports and I needed to be the one making the analysis and the financial analysis and part of delegating and making it more joyful was, Hey, I actually think that my finance manager, she loves doing projections. She loves doing, she loves when I told her, when I told her, Marina, can you please do a projection for a million pound in sales by September, 2018? She went, Oh my God, this is so exciting. This is my favorite thing in the world. (laughs) So she was so excited to create the projections for 1 million pounds. And I was like, oh my God, I don't I can't do that. I don't want to do it. So part of the joy was also seeing my team loving what they do. And like she was so excited that I was asking her to do that thing that was so daunting to me. <laughs> um, so yeah, it really has made a difference. Also, I I no longer work Saturdays and Sundays unless there's like a really emergent deadline, but I tried not to put any deadlines at all. So for the last couple of months, I've stopped working weekends. Um, For someone who used to work 16-hour days, seven days a week, sometimes not leave my apartment in Leeds for like five days. Yeah, it's, it's a huge transformation. And to work less and to make more money, I think nobody will believe us that you make more money by working less until they see it.
0: I know it's really counterintuitive, because we've been indoctrinated, especially from an employment point of view, that that's how you make money is to work really hard. And there's something else here at play, which is our capacity for insight and ideas, that in one moment, you can see something so clearly that it changes the way that you want to run the business, how you run it, and also who you bring on board. And that's the capacity that we have, and it's leveraged. It's leveraged thinking, as I call it, Um, leveraged decision-making, because it's not linear. Mm -hmm. You don't need to be working as hard. And, And the other thing is, because you have this capacity to have one new thought that comes in, that actually creates a quantum leap in the business, which has saved you hours, weeks, maybe even years of work. And then there's something else, which is where you're doing your business from. So this feeling of joy, this feeling of who you are and your true nature, what I've got to see more of this time is that in the last month or so, I've had more people approach me than I have done in an entire year. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Because I'm just enjoying my life. Mm -hmm. And this new connection that is quite an exciting project in India that's come up. Um, Granted, she Googled me. And then she went onto my website, she looked at my video, connected with me on LinkedIn. And so granted, there were things that I needed to do for her to find me, right? But I made no, there was nothing outwardly in that invitation. And that's what really got to me was, what, have, what did I do? Like, what have, <laughs> what have I been doing? And it's just really interesting how yeah. I've done less in the last two months than I probably have done ever in my life. And yet... <laughs> I've had more opportunities come to me than I have done
1: yeah. without needing
0: to do anything.
1: Absolutely. And like I said, people listening to this podcast, if you've been there and if you've experienced it, you will believe us. If you've never experienced it, you're you're you may believe us logically because you trust us, because you know we're not liars, but subconsciously you won't believe us until you experience it. That's what I have found that people need to Kind of like what i always say i always say to my client because they all want to get to some want to get to six figures some want to get to seven and i always say to them "Well, got you to six, then gonna get you to seven <laughs> and they're like oh that can't be true that can't be true and i'm like Mm-mm, yeah once you get to six you will see you will see what i mean and again they have to experience it to to know exactly what i mean because once you get into that level, there's a completely different ball game. you know. People think that those milestones are like some arbitrary milestones, but actually, they think that it's like two levels. OK, level one is six figures, level two is seven figures, level three is eight figures. No, it's not. Think about this. If you're listening to this, your first level, getting to 100k, that's 100,000 dollars getting to seven figures is 10 times that it's not double. Like it's not like you're doubling. If you did exactly what you did to get six figures a year last year, and you want to do it in the next year and do the exact same thing, you're going to get to 200 K. You're not going to get to a million. You need to. It's like 10 X it's 10, 10 times more sales. And then if you're going for eight figures, that's a hundred times more sales. So it's not the same thing. And people think that it's just like, oh, yeah, it's just those two levels I just go to. No, 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 no. There are mindset shifts. And, you know, can I also mention this? People say to me all the time, oh, what was, the, what was your marketing strategy to, to get your first 100K k month? Because before that, I was on like 30, 40, something like that. What happened? How did you make the jump? What was your tactic? And I was like, honestly... It was just a mind decision. It was just in my mind. And people were like, no, 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 no. You decided on a marketing tactic. I'm like, no, I didn't. Before I had the 100K month, I've already been doing the same thing. But before that, and I say this very often, November and December were two very different months. November and December. November was just a typical 30, 40K month. December was the 100K. In November, there was a lot of negativity around me. The opposite of joy was around me. There was a lot of negativity. There were people that were uh, there were people in my life who were taking a lot of emotional energy in a negative way and Towards the end of November, I cut uh, ties with them. I cut any relationships with those people. I blocked them, got rid of them. Funny, the moment I did that, all the negative energy just disappeared. That's what allowed me to have the 100k month. It was not the marketing tactic. And people were like, no, 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 that doesn't make sense. I'm like, I know it doesn't make sense, but I'm just telling you what happened. All I did, Marina, and everybody listening, all I did to make a big shift, more than double what I was doing, was get rid of the negative, focus on the joy. And that's what happened.
0: Well, that makes sense to me because we often look to the world of the form, right? Like what's already being created because we can see it. So we can see the marketing plan. We can see the landing page. We can see, you know, the Facebook ad, we can see that. But what we can't see is the insights that you've had, the new way of seeing it, that you're seeing it now to the way that you used to see it, you know, like the FedEx logo where it has an arrow in the FedEx logo. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the arrow
0: that is yeah. the subconscious. So suddenly, like, you know, if you haven't seen that before and someone points it out to you, you go, oh. You're like, <laughs> And then you see it, right? Yeah. So that's like, it. oh, my God, there's an arrow. There's an arrow <laughs> in that. But did you know that there's a spoon? There's an actual spoon in the, in the FedEx logo too. Have you seen that one?
1: Really? No, I haven't. You're making me look this up now. Go on, look it
0: up. Look it up. Look it up. So there's a spoon. There's a spoon. Yeah, there's a spoon in the logo. Huh, where is it? See, so this is how most entrepreneurs work. It's like uh, uh, I can't see where the spoon is. I I don't even see the
1: arrow now. I don't see the arrow. I don't even see the arrow
0: now. Now I can't see the arrow. (laughs) Where's the arrow? Where's the arrow? arrow. So she did used to see the arrow, now she can't see it. Hold it up and I'll show you okay so it's in between the e and the x that's where the arrow is oh yes yes
1: okay. yes oh so my now god. She's, now seen,
0: she's now found the answer <laughs> to the problem that she had in her business and now the spoon so in between the e and the d oh my god so now, now she found the second answer to, to what was getting in her way <laughs> and this is an insight that she had right now two of them in fact
1: I forgot about it I was like I've seen the arrow before and then I looked at it now and I was like where's the arrow where's it gone
0: but that's how most of us function when we can't yeah. see the wood from the trees right and so it sounds to me like in November you were in that place of not seeing not seeing and then in December yeah. you had some insights and mind shifts around that so you had new thinking yeah. in, and suddenly you were seeing something so differently that you made different decisions around it. So what mm-hmm. I'm really curious about actually is if someone's listening to this, right, and they're going, Yeah, that's great for you, Katia. You are making a lot of money when you hide the peeps in your business. But mm-hmm. what about me? Like I'm scared that if I do pay for someone to do the job that I need to get done, that I won't be able to pay them. So I'm curious about that.
1: Well, that's what I used to think. That's why uh-huh. I didn't hire anybody. I didn't hire anybody for between September 2015 and January of 2017. I was solo. So that's 14 months with no delegations whatsoever. 14 months of no hiring. The reason I wasn't hiring is because I always thought I don't have enough money for it or like, oh, how am I going to be able to do that? And then I had a conversation with my bookkeeper, and she was only 150 pound a month. I'm like, oh, yeah, I do have 150 pound a month. But see, before that, I never asked. I just assumed that it was going to be thousands. I just assumed. So the first thing if you're listening to this is don't assume how much it would cost you. Go ask. Have the, here's, here's what it was. Have the hiring conversations with people and tell yourself, I don't have to hire. I'm just shopping. You don't have to buy. You just, you're just like looking around. Think of it that way. Maybe you're not ready to hire. Go shop for six months ahead. Go shop around now so that when you have the money in six months you can buy it. Now, here's the cool part. As you start shopping, you probably will realize that you already have the money. I mean, I was making a few thousand a month at the time. Of course, I had 150 pound a month. Duh. Of course, I did. Then what happened was when I lost the business, well, I didn't really have a choice. <laughs> I just had to do it. So the what I hired, uh, if I'm trying to remember, my video editor was uh, $370.00 monthly on a retainer. $370. It wasn't thousands. It was $370. Then my Facebook ads gal, I think I paid her 1,200 one off for a campaign, but that campaign made us like another 40K in commission. So like I paid her money and she made me money. You know, so as I was doing that, the more I was delegating and the more money was coming back, that's when I, that's when you start realizing that it works. Now, here's what you don't want to do. You don't want to, the first person you hire to be someone for systems or someone to be your salesperson. You don't want that to be the first thing you hire out. The first thing you want to hire out is the admin stuff and the bookkeeping. In fact, the very first thing you should outsource is the bookkeeping because for legal reasons, you need that, okay? And please don't do your own accounts unless you're a qualified accountant. It's silly. Oh, yeah, totally get that. My first year accounting was only 500 pounds. 500 pounds plus VAT. That was to submit the first year accounts. By the way, um, I've never said this before in public. This is so funny, though. My first my first year accounting, which was September twenty fifteen to September twenty sixteen, when I was writing solo, I believed that it was only twenty-one thousand pounds because I was writing solo. And then when I started hiring, and it's like, oh, and by the way, as I was hiring, because people ask me all the time, yeah, but your profit now must be shit. No, it's not. The profit has not gone down massively. In fact, I think February, we had 35% net profit margin after tax. And then in January, I think we had 50% or something like that. So our profits are still amazing. I think that's, I think that's why I didn't outsource for a long time, Marina. Because I thought that if I outsourced, I would have to cut my profits. That, oh, my profits are gonna go lower. But no, when you make more money, the profit percentage, it, it all evens out. It's like the, the typical question, would you rather have 100% of a 100K company or would you rather have 10% of a 10 million company? It's kind of a no brainer. I would rather have you know a smaller percentage profit, but who cares that it's a smaller percentage if the overall profit number is bigger?
0: But not even that. Let's talk about why we're even having a business in the first place. Because it's not just about working. It's also about being able to have an asset that can support your lifestyle, right? So what I've got to see is I'd far more delegate things out to other people, even if it means Mm -hmm. that I don't get as much But then it just means that I can actually just really enjoy what I want to do. Like, as in I can enjoy my day doing the things that I want to focus on. So, you know, this podcast, I'm not editing it. I'm sending this off to be edited by someone else. I don't want to spend my life force editing this podcast, right? So I could save money, but then I'm like, well, actually, really, I can make more than I'm paying my podcast editor. So I guess it's about the priority and the intent. So for me personally now these days is what would I rather be doing, you know? And mm-hmm. I would much rather, you know, after this call, go make myself a cup of tea and maybe bake a cake than I would editing this podcast. <laughs>
1: Do you know what I mean? Oh, I know, I know. And you're not going to make money baking the cake, but but if you were to edit the podcast, you would feel worse. That's the problem, you know. It would, and, and and I think that's the other reason. That's the other reason I was outsourcing all these things because when I look at numbers and zero, I don't even know how zero works. And anytime I log into it, it just no. I don't want to look at it. Just show me the Excel reports. That's all I care about. Just show me what's happening and please explain it to me. It, it is absolutely about being able to just do what you want to do because uh, remember I told you when I was in Leeds and I wasn't leaving the house for five days. You think so, I wanted to be like that? You think I no. was happy doing that? No, I wasn't. Exactly. I wasn't. And now, you know, one of the cool thing is like my boyfriend's dad has now come to visit. He's going to hire a car. I'm going to go with them to Gozo and I'm going to go to have fun and experience some towns that I've never been to before because usually none of us drives here. Uh, so now he's coming with a car. Hell yeah, I'm going out with that car to explore stuff around the island and the summer's coming. I want to do these things. And you know what? Can I just tell you? Usually, I don't really have the urge to just do fun stuff all the time. I'll tell you what's far more scary. What's far more scary is, what if you get sick next month and you're stuck in a hospital bed for three months? What's happening to all your clients? What's happening to your business? What's happening to your team? If that business depends on you solely, your business is going down. That's far scarier to me. And one of the things I'm working on now with my systems go is I want to take August off entirely and I want the business to continue to run and grow without me. Not because I don't want to work in August and I'm just like, oh, I just don't want to work. It's like, you know what? I want to build a business where I can have the choice or when I don't have the choice It can still work. It's When you have choice, it's easy. You can choose and blah, blah, blah. But what if you don't have the choice, Marina? What if something happens to someone in your family and you have to go away for three months and you can't deal with the business? What happens then?
0: Or, you know, your children get sick. So for me, as a mom, Leo gets ill. He's young, you know. And I'm just absolutely blessed that... I can actually be with him when he's ill or I can take the time out when he's ill and the world doesn't stop turning because I have assets that that help and support me. So, yeah. um, Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So it's both. It's one, so that you can live your life and have the choice. But two, it's my my friend, Matthew Kimberley, who lives here in Malta, he tells his story very often where, he always starts his speaking gigs by asking the question, you know, who here doesn't care about money? You know, there's always three, five people that jump up and like, I don't care about money. And then he goes, okay, you liars, get this. go sit down. You're just bullshitting yourself. And then he proceeds to tell the story of how his family had this period of time where awful things were happening. His kid got sick. His wife got, uh, got diagnosed. I think it was cancer. I'm not sure. His his then, then his other kid got like, it was just so many things that were happening. And every single time the medical bill was out of this world, it was something ridiculously expensive. And every time he was able to pay that, because he was making the money and because he didn't have to be in the business because he's built the business in a way that works without him. So it was like, uh, look, the reason you're building this business is so that you can have the time and the money, well, not just for when things are time good. Time and
0: money are linked. Yeah. They're, they're linked together. So
1: Absolutely. But it was he was able to pay those expensive bills, he was able to save his family's lives because he wasn't a hustler who, who was just – like if he, if he was hustling for sales, what he would have had to do was he would have had to work while his wife is alone in the hospital with the kids. Mm-hmm. How awful would that have been? Just think about it for a second. Because some people some people don't resonate with the oh I just want to be joyful. Some people that doesn't speak to them. And it should, because having the joy isn't just about being happy, it's also about when when shit happens, you not getting a panic attack, you being able to just be okay. Kinda of like me when I lost the business and I went, well, I'll make it all again. Someone else would have had a panic attack. Mm-hmm someone else would have had a panic attack. I was just like, I'll be fine. I'll make that money again. I'll hire people. I won't repeat the same mistake. And surely I did not because on the year after, I literally, the moment I got an email, your confirmation statement is due. I submitted it within five minutes.
0: (laughs) So Katya, I love to ask everybody that's been on the show so far, what are you giving yourself permission to do more of?
1: I am giving myself permission more to, first of all, to have my weekends off. One thing I've been giving myself permission over the last few weekends is whenever I feel like it, I just get off my laptop and I just go, we have this place downstairs, which is like a, like a game cafe. It's got pool, it's got darts and stuff like that. So one of the things that we've been doing over the last few weeks is like, Edward, let's go play darts. <laughs> like, why the hell not? Like, why the hell not? Also, uh, a few times I've been like, I don't really fancy a massage. The permission I've given myself is that if I don't feel like working right now, I don't do it.
0: Nice. I love that. Because,
1: Because here's why. The other day, I was sitting on a phone call with my Facebook ads girl. And I just, for the love of me, I could not come up with a copy for the landing page. He was like, what should this be? What should this be? What should this be? And then at the end, she just said, you should just go have breakfast. Honestly, your mind, it's not going to come up with it. You've not had breakfast yet. Go eat something, have a break, then get back to it. I was like, she's right trying to force something and listen guys trying to force something to come out of your brain does not work there's a reason why most genius ideas happen in the shower there is a reason for it there is a reason for it or in the gym I know some people that every time they come back from the gym they're always like oh my god something came to me
0: well, it's the relaxed mind when you're, when you create space. Like I remember the metaphor for me, I love to travel, but this says, I said to you, I'm not traveling as much, but I'd be one of those people that would stuff my suitcase full. Right. And you know, when you <laughs> stuff your suitcase, you sit on it. And then occasionally the zipper would break. And um, <laughs> and that's when I knew that I'd filled it up too much. And then, yeah. and then I was like, why am I wanting to carry so much baggage with me? Why am I filling it up so much? Because I can't, you know, if I get to this wonderful place I'm going to and I want to buy something and I wanted to bring it back home, I won't be able to because I can't fit it in. So then it was this moment of like, oh, you know, our mind is exactly <laughs> the same. When it's full, you cannot fit more in. The relaxed mm-hmm. mind, the, the quiet mind, the one that has space is far easier for us to listen to what's needing to be said to us and shown to us than the one that is crammed, stressed, overwhelmed can't fit more in can't hear yeah
1: absolutely absolutely the i think that's a great analogy and you know I, I, i'm going to that's another thing as well allowing yourself to not take that much because when, when you're taking so much baggage in literal sense you're also thinking that you need all this stuff to achieve something when in reality what are the actual basics? What are the If we go back to basics, what are the basic things you need to do to move your business forward? Here's, here's a very simple one. This is your business building 101 crash course in 10 seconds. If you haven't hit your first six figures yet, all you need to do right now is sales and marketing. That's all you got to do. You don't worry about systems. You don't worry about automation. You don't worry about all that. You worry about just sales and marketing. That's it. That's it. If you've hit the six figures and you're looking to grow further, then you want to look into some systems. You want to look into automating. You want to look into delegating and stuff like that. Once you hit 250K, 200K, 250K, then you want to look into expanding a little bit your market. Now that you've, you know, look into systemize your marketing, automate your lead generation, then you can actually look into, you know, hire more people to help you drive more business. And it's just, I think some people are trying to do some of the things for to the third stage and the first stage, and they're just focusing on the wrong things. When in reality, don't try to, don't try to put all the baggage in focus on one thing at a time. Just one tiny little thing.
0: Beautiful, Katia. Well, thank you so much. Now, if someone wants to contact you, um, how can we do that?
1: Uh, so the, Best place to really find me, really, and to connect with me is really is Eastbook, to be honest, because, you know, there's just a lot of campaigns that we run and we're always active on there to check them so you can always find us on Facebook uh, at Livestream Katya which is L-I-V-E-S-T-R-E-A-M-K-A-T-Y-A. I'm sure you'll drop it in the links as well Uh, if you want to actually communicate with us by email just go to viralvideofunnel.com and you will be able to get from there
0: beautiful thank you so much katia it's been so fun to have you on today and until the next time bye bye for now and there you have it another amazing episode of the joy of being if you loved what you heard here today and it's been helpful, why not subscribe or share the podcast with others? And if you're curious as how you can experience more joy in your life and feel more carefree, then I invite you to download your Joy Catalyzer Scorecard at www.MarinaPearson.com scorecard, which will help you identify the joy gaps and what you can do to fill them. So until next week's episode, remember, you are the joy you seek.